live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. But first, your fantasy Huskers keyword for a chance at a $100 prize pack from Valentino's at Alumni Hall. Well, that's right. We're doing this first. All right. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about this. All right. Fantasy Huskers. You got to text this word into uh, the Rickstown Recognition text line 402 479 1400 if you want to pick during uh, Fling Week Part 2 or you pick another team this week instead of Nebraska because Nebraska's not playing. AP Top 25 team that scores the most points this week. Uh, what is the keyword? Sacrilegious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, S A C R E L. Really? S A C R I L E G I O U S. Oh, it's like sacrilegious? Sacrilegious. It's not like the word religious is R E, though. Yeah. R I. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> No, I guess you're right, huh? That's a mis that's a misspelled word by the designers of that word. And that's why All right. it is our keyword today. All right. S A C R I L E G I O U S. Text that in for whatever reason. Get yourself a pick. I like how you like team. Mayor, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait. Yes, I need to look true. up how to spell this. So word. Mayor Larry and Gaylor Bear joins us right now, who I know was spelling that in her head probably. I did, I did Google it. <laughs> Did you well, hold on? No, there was a spelling bee. I didn't get that heads up. So, well, I was get gonna ready. like be honest. Would you have gotten that right or not? I don't think so. No, makes me feel better. Yeah. It makes me feel a lot better. I got <laughs> I got absolutely uh, jobbed in a spelling bee in third grade, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> the the word was the word was fourth. It was please come fourth in line to receive your cookie. The 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 sentence was ambiguous. I spelled it F O U R T H. It was F O T R T H. They rang the bell. I was out. I still have nightmares about it. So yeah. you're not I got tripped up on the word conscious. Conscious, jeez, yeah, yeah that's that a hard one too. Colonel yeah. got me. Colonel. Okay. <laughs> we all remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We really do. We 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 very much do. Uh, how you doing, Mayor? Good to talk to you. I'm doing well. Just don't ask me spelling things. I morning. won't. <laughs> I won't. Hey, uh, you, you. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you since your 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 state of the uh, state of the city address. I had a chance to um, read over that, and and of course some of the stories that that came out of it. But what was, um, uh, you, you know, kind of like setting up right now where you're at? I know you announced some new initiatives. I know you you kind of talked about where the city is coming out of the pandemic. But just kind of give where you're at here, what you wanted to convey with that yeah. in terms of state of mind and and uh, looking for forward for the city and your vision for it. You bet. Well, as as I laid out in the state of the city, my administration has been just laser focused on leading Lincoln towards a more successful, secure, and shared future. That's our vision. And in part, because of that vision and the efforts to implement it, we are a safer community. We're more welcoming, we're more resilient, and more prosperous, and we are working hard to keep it this way far into the future. Um, we talked about public safety. Um, that is our number one priority and you know, shared some some statistics. Um, my administration has added nearly 60 public safety personnel in the last three years. That's both at our police department and at LFR. Um, we are incentivizing the creation of, of new housing for, uh, for our prosperity and making sure that everyone has a safe place to call home. So we've we've incentivized 1,200 new or rehabilitated affordable housing units, and that's just 
you know, on on track for our affordable housing goal of creating 5,000 more units by 2030, while at the same time we continue every day to help process new development through the city at every price point. Uh, we're working on streets. We're absolutely focused on streets and have a new vision to eliminate traffic-related deaths and severe injuries in Lincoln. We're, we're, we have a goal to reduce those incidents 60% by 2045, and we're seeking federal funding to help us do that. Um, and we launched a project that really got the most uh, sizzle, so to speak. People really seemed excited about the Downtown Music District project, which we're focused on downtown's live music scene. We want to capitalize on our, our, our city's hub for live music. And so we've launched a, a committee that's going to support the development of that district. We think that'll help not only the arts and, the, you know, having good times in our community, but also that'll support downtown and our local economy uh, and help us keep people here or keep the people here we want to to come and join us in our in our workforce so let, let, let's get in a little bit more in, into some of those things and, and you know you said in the speech you, you you repeated it there that public safety is the the top priority for for your administration and, and i think there were you know that new police contract i think was a uh, a, a step in, in that direction and, and not only you know longevity uh, making this an attractive job uh those sorts of things and, and the new budget as well. Um, but I know, I also know right now, and, and I'm sure you know this too, it feels like you're waking up way too often in Lincoln and you're hearing a story of a homicide the night before or the weekend before. And I know it's been a, a busy year for that. Uh, and, and uh, that's just, uh, it's just something that is sort of out of the character of this, this community. And, um, I, and, and I'm curious when, when you see that, when you continue to see those numbers and with that, with that um, uh, priority in mind, like how, how does that affect it? I mean, what are the con- are there conversations? Like, is it something that's still about your the numbers of police are too much? I know it's not a, an easy correlation necessarily to make, but I'm I guess I'm just kind of curious about your reaction to those sorts of things because I think a lot of us are reacting to it and seeing like mm-hmm. this just doesn't feel right for Lincoln. Right. I mean, there's there's no number of homicides that's acceptable in a community. And so we take it really seriously. And every time I meet with the chief, we review the data. And I think what's, um, it can be hard to hear that news. When you look at the data, you can find some reassurance in that violent crime overall is actually down in Lincoln this year, 7% compared to the prior four years. I mean, 7% year-to-date and 14% compared with the last five years. And when there are homicides in our community, like right now we have a 100% closure rate. And the chief would tell you that that means that our investigators and our officers are on the case. They, they find the perpetrator and they meet out justice. And so, you know, I feel, people can feel very confident in LPD's effectiveness in solving those cases. Um, you know, we are a growing community. Um, we're approaching that 300,000 population mark, and it's it's not a surprise that this is the kind of kind of uh, we're going to have to pay more and more attention and continue our strides to have great relationships in the community. Our community policing model is part of why we close those cases so quickly, um, and I mean I think that what we're trying to reassure the public is that most cases these homicides are between it, it's it's related individuals it is 
targeted. It is not random. So in terms of um, the general public safety, there's less of a need to be alarmed. But of course, we are paying close attention and working hard to minimize this activity. I would also want to plug for your viewers and listeners that um, really what we have, of course, have seen with regard to other types of theft is that we, we all have a role to play in not inviting crime, so locking your doors at home and locking up your vehicle is a great way to help our officers um, and prevent crime for our residents and help our officers uh, stay focused on larger crime issues. The the other thing that it feels like there's too many headlines of when I wake up in the morning, get ready for the show, are these terrible car crashes, too. And yeah. and you talked a little bit about um, that there's either, there might be some grant money there. There might be some things with this initiative to really reduce these. And, like, my, my first reaction to that was that that sounds good, but it feels like so much of it, too, is making sure that people are, you know, like driving well, <laughs> I mean, is, yeah. is not distracted, not drunk, not, you right. know, all of, all of these other, like, how yep. much can you really, how much can you really even do in that situation? Do you think? Right. It's, um, it's not something the city can get done alone. We will do our part to look at, you know, what can we do with engineering and design of our streets? What can we do with signage? What can we do with our street, um, you know, our light system, the network that helps manage traffic flow. But of course it does come down to folks taking precaution, remembering that when you're behind the wheel, you're, you know, there's a lot of risk to you and those around you. And so you want to manage that risk by, you know, put your phone away, don't drink and drive, you know, some of those basic safety tips. And I think, um, you know, we, we all just have to pay a lot of attention on our roads and do our best to keep everyone safe. When you when you, when you talk to LTU, kind of now that the summer construction season is is wrapping up, I know it was a busy one. I know it was a busy one from having driven around and wanting to drive on South Seventieth Street and not being able to a few times and and other places. Uh, how 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 much were they able to get done that they wanted to get done? And kind of where are we coming out of the uh, the yeah. summer construction season for roads? Yeah. Yeah, we had a really, really super busy and productive summer construction season, which is great news. We've been investing at historic levels. We we have spent $61.4 million this year on streets, and that is resulting in a lot of progress. And um, that means while, you know, those cones are inconvenient for a time, when they go away, you know, we've got smoother, safer streets, and we've got 28 miles worth of improvements across neighborhoods throughout the community, all quadrants. And, and that's building on the investments we've been making since 2019. When I entered office, we've since 2019 we've invested 167 million dollars in streets, and we do that because we know how important it is to our residents. We know that that's really how we keep people safe on the roads. It's part of it. It's how we move goods and commerce through our community. It's how kids get to school, and it, it helps support the growth of our community, which means you know better economic opportunities for everybody. So we'll continue to be focused on this, um, and we, we appreciate the, the public's patience while we do that construction and repair, um, and I, I believe people are feeling really great about the results. Hey, Mary, I know we have uh, a lot of small business owners that, that listen to this show, and uh, utility, we were just talking in the previous segment about gas prices, and of course utility prices factor into that as well evidently there's there's a program i know a little bit about maybe you can give us some details some utility assistance that's going to be available to small businesses coming up this year yeah that's right we have used our federal rescue plan dollars to focus on recovery economic recovery and renewal for our community and especially our small businesses and so this latest round of assistance that we're providing to 
small businesses in our community is to allow them to apply for up to a year of electric and water utility costs that we will use our federal relief dollars to prepay LES and the Lincoln Water System on their behalf. So we put this notice out. We are encouraging small businesses to apply. A lot of folks already have, which is great. We've we've got um, you know over seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of requests so far, and we just, you know, just hope that this having one less bill like that is going to help our small businesses. They're not thinking about that bill. They have more opportunity to grow their operations or or deal with inflation or, and recover from losses they may have experienced. So, so again, trying to support that our community as we bounce back. All right. So these are, uh, looks like, just reading over this, looks like first come, first serve. So uh, get to uh, lincoln.ne.gov slash ARP. Uh, and the applications look like they're all uh, available now have been for a few days. Right. So that's right. So yeah, very good. Uh, have you rode uh, the scooter project is a go now the, the probationary period or whatever is over and we're actually doing this now. Have you rode one yet? Yes, I have gotten uh, on a scooter. You got one on fun. one? It is very fun and um, it seems pretty efficient and an easy way to get around. And in fact, the boundary that we're allowing the scooters to um, be accessible is, is grown because we know this is really popular. Uh, we're seeing that um, because of the successful pilot, we wanted to make this program permanent, and it is available to folks. It launched earlier this month, and um, we, you know, you can learn more about the details of the program at lincoln.ne.gov/scooter. But I'm just so pleased that um, in the first two weeks of this permanent program, we've seen almost 4,300 e-scooter trips taken by people in our community really and that's that's like yeah like i legit wondered if lincoln is a scooterable downtown like i've been to i mean i've been to a lot of cities where they've got they've got them there's a lot of people doing them but i just didn't know if if lincoln feels like a scooterable downtown but if the numbers are there i guess the the that the pilot helped establish that for us and we you know we're excited this of course is going to help take some cars off the street and and you know free up some parking spaces and you know advance environmental goals but it's also just kind of a, a fun um, option and people today are wanting different travel options in their downtowns people go to other communities they see this as a choice and they want it in lincoln so we're, we're pleased to be able to provide that choice to our community all right very good mayor uh i'm out of time for okay. today thank you very much i appreciate it we will uh, check in again coming up in a month or so all right all right thanks so much there you go mayor lyrian gaylor baird quick spell lyrian oh god not while she's on hold <laughs> L E I R I O N. Yes. Oh, God. Look at you go. <laughs> I had to think about it, though. She probably gets that a lot. To yeah. Be yeah. All right. It's 825. We'll take a break. Tell MK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email.